0: Day ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the number nine with Tommy Podcast, the sickest podcast outside of healthcare, brought to you by two motherfuckers that are so fat there's no way they could be on welfare. We eat so much that buffets won't allow us to enter. We're so fat that we once totaled a car by leaning on the fender. That's the only time we can even use leaner in a sentence. Stomachs so big, they make our slightly below-average-sized penises look pathetic. Tom's ankles hang over his shoes like a trashy white chick's ticks at a Dave & Buster's. I have so many hot dogs on my neck that Liz keeps covering me in mustard. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm back from vacation, and there's someone super happy to see me. Let's not keep him waiting. Tommy fucking Washington, what's been up, man? How are you? When did I ever say I was
1: super excited to see you? I, I feel it.
0: It's like a... As you know, like twins. You've heard of twins before. They have this weird thing where they connect with the other twin and they, like, know what the other one's going to say and they finish each, finish each other's sandwiches. That's basically how
1: you and me are. It's sentences, first off. And uh, second off... See? That's I, what I'm talking about. You totally knew what I was saying. I've never, ever felt that with you. I mean, we borderline didn't do the show tonight, so... I mean, I don't know why that's borderline.
0: You move the time. I move the time. We move the time. We got a time. We did it.
1: Word. How was your vacation?
0: Uh, It was amazing.
1: My I brother love that. and... I love that you're
0: texting in the middle of the podcast. To be fair, I was texting my brother. He said, Brady and Belichick are about to start, and I'm super excited to see how Brady's... Uh, how they're going to plan defensively to cover him when they're the ones who trained him.
1: It's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's going to be uh, a good one. My I mean, vacation was packed with um, fun. The <laughs> real quick, dude, fucking. So Tony was going to go, right? Tony was Tony was part of the plan. And somehow, like, right at the last minute, Stephen was like, you know, it's, it's not that much stuff. It's, you know, it's one storage unit. Like, if you don't feel like you need to come, you don't need to come. And Tony took that as an opportunity to just bail the fuck out. Because why would he want to go help Stephen move a bunch of shit um, into his house? Because really what I was doing is I was meeting Stephen to move his, his mother-in-law had passed away. So I was grabbing him in Pennsylvania, packing a U-Haul full of her stuff that was in a storage container, and then driving it to his new house in Virginia. So it was a lot. So we get this fucking U-Haul and he calls me. Now, we're like two minutes from U-Haul. I'm in my car. He's in the truck. And I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, uh, change your coordinates to this. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, what did the girls do? Because, you know, like, Liz and his wife and all the kids, they're there. So I'm like, oh, they must have gotten a ton of shit done in the time it took us to get to U-Haul. So I changed the coordinates, and I'm like, Steven, that's only two minutes from where I'm at. And he's like, yeah, I got a flat tire. So I'm like, fuck! Nice. So so I go... sit. With Steven, who's got a flat tire, he calls his wife on speakerphone, and he's like, hey, bad news. And she's like, there's a fucking leak. There's a fucking hole in the top of the storage unit. There's fucking water all over the stuff. So while we have a flat tire and we're stranded on the side of the road, they find out there's a bunch of mold on these vintage Barbie dolls. Her mother had 27 big-ass boxes of Barbie dolls, all kinds of old... Uh, in the box, never opened, mint-conditioned Barbie dolls that are now soaking wet. So that was the start. Uh, pretty exciting. It, it was not nearly as badly damaged as we thought it was, and the tire got fixed in about an hour and 15 minutes. So it could have been worse.
1: It took you an hour and 15 minutes to change the tire? Uh, we didn't have a tire. It was a U-Haul. Oh, you got a flat on the U-Haul. Yeah.
0: Wow, so that a-
1: sucks, dude. He pulled right out of there and got a flat tire like that. Oh, no, okay, so
0: <laughs> it gets better, buddy. So before we left the U-Haul place, Steven's like, dude, I should take a bunch of pictures in case they try to set damage. So I'm like, absolutely, yeah, make sure you get some pictures. Go all the way around. So he takes pictures of, you know, all the all the fenders, all the corners, all the, like, the print on the side and everything. So when we're sitting there with the flat tire, he's like, what are the chances this tire is flat before we left? He pulls up a picture. Yep, he took a picture of the flat tire before he left U-Haul nice but he was he was thinking that he was taking the picture of the fender you know what i mean so he wasn't looking at the tires i was like man this is fucked
1: that's fucking hilarious and then they're gonna be like why'd you drive out of here you have a picture of the flat tire you clearly knew it was flat why would you try to go yeah classic
0: we did get to do uh we did an escape room i've never done an escape room fucking dope you didn't do that with us no you did an escape room
1: yeah i did one with uh griff and his wife and his brother-in-law okay. and his wife. Uh, we did it at the place right there on East Main Street. Yeah, yeah, Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, was it an hour? Uh, we finished it just before the hour. Um, okay. So, you know how in most situations I just take control? Yeah. Like, you know, like... Apex
0: Predator, I get you.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. I usually think I'm the smartest person in a room. Sure. What? But that's only in situations when I which know. Is, a, when which I. It's funny
0: because your wife is fucking brilliant, but that's I,
1: I hear what you're saying. Well, no, but like you see me in situations where I know that I'm probably one of the smartest people in the room with what we're talking about, and sure. that could come off as me being a fucking asshole, right? So we're in this room, and I don't think I'm that smart. So I'm just kind of like sitting back and watching everybody else and um so there's cameras on you the, the whole time. Yeah. And at the end the guy goes this guy right here is fucking hilarious cuz he's like uh excuse cuz I was like hey guys uh excuse me maybe and like and I stayed calm the whole time. I didn't get upset or like high strung or yell at anybody. I was just being like like the modest kid which yeah. normally I'm not at all. Right. Um and come to find out I was right. So, uh, I like yeah, I should have just taken charge like I normally would. Because, let's face it, I'm the smartest person in the room most times. Um,
0: I, uh, <laughs> I was going to have, uh, Stephen has uh, a whole horde of children. And I was going to have them come in one at a time and say, fuck you, Mason, and keep a count. And uh, the plan got vetoed at the last minute.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like Steve's about that. But it's good to talk like that. He at
0: least thought that it was funny, like it was a funny idea.
1: Yeah, but until it came that's, to time to actually do it, that's yeah, that's pretty much where it stopped. <laughs> I will say,
0: you know, like it's. Uh, I've always been proud of Steven because of the military stuff, and just, he's just a stand-up dude. He's always been a stand-up dude. He's very likable. He's very funny. He's very smart. Um, it is hilarious to see retired Stephen. Uh, we went to his buddy's restaurant uh, down in Virginia Beach. And uh, it's two guys that he, like, graduated high school with. He was very close with them. He remains close. Like, he always contacts them on Facebook and stuff like that. So they're all friends still that, you know, one of his friends from high school helped him find the house that he's in. So he, he has stayed tight with those guys. And uh, it's funny because it is abundantly clear that, like, Steven is winning in life. And not that it's a competition, but, like, he goes in the middle of the day... And it's just like, hey, man, like, come take a break. Come sit with us. Come eat with us. And the guy's like, nah, man, like, you know, like, I i can't. Like, I have no fucking time. Steven is very retired. You know what I mean? And like, his friends are not. So it was nice to see, like, oh, good, man. Like, he's he's living at a different level of comfort now, which I feel like he's earned. And, you know, Timmy will be there soon, too.
1: Uh, he is, uh, I don't think Timmy will be in the full, uh, a full 20 so now how long has he been in uh he's been in 12 years i think uh his next uh enlistment would be in two years and i don't think he's gonna do it so uh however with all of
0: us out of afghanistan and iraq uh they may offer him an early retirement package so he may not stay 20 but he may get a nice package
1: no so uh it's actually the exact opposite of that. What they're trying to do is raise their retirement to 25 years so that they don't have to pay these guys uh, retirement once they do their 20. And
0: yeah, That makes sense.
1: Uh, not really, because the deal when they signed up was 20, and now they're trying to change Well, they it. should be
0: grandfathered
1: in, though. Yeah, I don't know how all that works. It's set through Congress and all this other shit. And, you know, make sure we pay the Congress people the money. Uh, but fuck the veterans that served for 20 or even 15, 20 years. Fuck them. You know, that's how they look at it. Like, you know, it's difficult to understand the stresses of being a congressman, bro.
0: Imagine going over there, being away from your family and your friends and carrying a gun everywhere you go. And, you know, constantly. Nope. Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck them. Huh?
1: Yeah. That's where it goes. Yeah. Bro.
0: Pieces of uh, shit. Hey, dude, you know what you got to watch? And I mean, up? like, I I'll watch it again. I will sit next to you and watch this motherfucker. Because I had, you know, like, the King of American History, Steven, sitting next to me when I watched it. You know that fucking play Hamilton? About Hamilton? And it's all, like, it's a it's a musical?
1: Yeah, so it's funny. Eric and I went and saw Sebastian Maniscalco on a Friday night. Yeah. And uh, he actually brings up the, him and his wife went to Hamilton. And usually you have a smart... One of the one person in the couple is usually smarter than the other and could walk them through them, through everything. And they were at that show together and realized that they're both dumb and knew nothing about it and left that intermission. He's called it halftime.
0: <laughs> That's great. I will
1: say this. Uh I did know
0: uh bits and pieces of the story. I uh I was shocked by some of it. Um but st- having Steven next to me to um you know, like sometimes something will happen right in front of you. And you go, okay, I understand what just happened. But then like he'll pause it and be like, Hold on. So one of the things that happens is uh Washington's second term is up, right? So he's served he's like seven and a half years in and Hamilton's talking to him about his next campaign and he's like, I'm not campaigning. He's like, What the fuck do you mean you're not campaigning? And he's like, dude, I'm not doing it again. Like this is this is why we're this is what why America works the way America works. We need a new leader. And Hamilton's like They've served the same king for decades. They'll be happy to like have you as president. And Washington's like, right, but we're not England. Like that's not how it works. So Washington, you know, like, you know, after his eight years, was like, no, I cannot continue to be president. That's not what we're doing here. Um, and you just kind of like have a new respect for Washington. Like, damn, that's that's a lot of fucking power to just walk away and be like, nope, that's not the point. That's you know yes, I could sit on top for all this time, but I'm not going to.
1: Well, and I don't think he, if I'm not a history buff or anything, but I don't think he really wanted to run for president. He kind of got pushed into doing it.
0: Well, the difference between them and us is, uh, you know, they would do what was right for the country a hundred times out of a hundred. Actually, Hamilton is kind of the beginning of the end of that, right? You know, it's the, it's the, What about me beginning? um, Yeah, because of those guys. Um, But Washington was, Washington was red, white, and blue through and through. Uh, Did you had a? I see looking at the TV. You had the fucking Titans today.
1: Sure did. (coughs) Uh, The Titans kicked out six people from the survivor pool. And the Saints kicked out one. The survivor's getting down and there's not many people left. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Erica is the only person left from the buybacks. Um, oh, and okay. Tony, Tony is too. Tony's left. Um, yeah, Tony was
0: just talking about how he broke the curse today. He's yeah. like, I, I got two weeks in a row. I think, I
1: think the curse is over. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you till next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it ugh, fucking Titans, man. That sucked. That sucked. Uh, just to keep. Oh, look at this, dumbass. Uh, I think they're getting it at the one. Well, what happens there? So the uh, the Patriots guy just kind of muffed the punt, and it rolled and hit the pylon and rolled out of bounds. I don't know if they get it on the twenty-five or on the twenty, or if they start at the one.
0: You have to guess they'd be at the twenty because the pylon is a touchdown. So why would it not be end zone on a punt?
1: I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out when it goes back to from commercial break. Good um, story. Just so you know, first, uh, you guys listening to this have already watched the game. I hope, uh, but it, uh, three in, or not three now, but uh, both teams have possessed the ball once. Both teams have punted the ball once. Uh, Patriots have the ball back. See how this goes. Uh, exciting. So, did you do anything else on your vacation, Pat? Anything else fun?
0: Yeah, we did a uh, we did a like a haunted house slash corn maze thing. The, a ton of the haunted house was through a corn maze, and uh, it was one of the better ones I've ever done. And I had the pleasure of I have a 15 year old niece and uh, two 13 uh, year old niece and a 13 year old nephew, and they were all there. And they are they've matured like a hundred times since the last time I got to meet them. You know, it's been like two years, but two years and teen years is a completely different ballpark. Yep. Um, so they're fucking hysterical. They all are individuals. The twins, I mean, if you didn't know they were twins, you wouldn't know they were twins. You know, they're they're so individual. Um, they were a ton of fun. Steven's wife is incredible. She's fun. She's an awesome hostess, uh, and her and Liz got along famously, which was great. Um, cool. We we did a ton, man. We watched... Uh,
1: uh, I imagine a lot of the corn mazes and stuff down there are pretty cool because there's a lot of farmland. Even in that Virginia Beach area, when you get to the outskirts a little bit, just past Virginia Beach, like, going towards the uh, the bridge there. Uh, the
0: Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel?
1: Yeah, there's tons of, like, farmland even on that side. And then once you get over the, the tunnel, um, which is, like, a 25-minute ride in itself, but once you get over the tunnel on the other side there, I don't even think it's Virginia at that point, I think it's Delaware, but... Either oh, way, there's so
0: much Virginia after that tunnel, sir. So much
1: is there, uh, but it's still, it's all farmland all through up there. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah, you even, take 13 yeah, back, but
0: to your point, even on the coast is farmland. Yes,
1: let me ask, uh, did you take the, the tunnel or did you go 95 back? And uh, I tunneled, I tunneled both times. Did you really? I don't like that way. I'm not a fan. I love the tunnel. I... I think it's worth doing maybe once a year. Now, I go down there probably a little bit more often than you do. Probably not in the last year or so. Like, last year I haven't gone down that much. But the first few years my parents lived down there, I was going down there four or five times a year. And, uh, yeah, I'm not... I don't like the way back from the tunnel because there's too much stop and go on that Route 13, Route 1 area. There's yeah, I got just...
0: so lucky coming back. There was nobody on the fucking road until really until the end of the turnpike, the Jersey Turnpike. It was uh it was awesome. We took our time, we did it in uh like twelve hours, it was a nine hour, nine and a half hour drive. We did it in twelve hours, we stopped, we ate at Cracker Barrel, we shopped at a couple of places for souvenirs and shit. Uh Liz is a Liz is a really fun traveler because she doesn't give a fuck and I don't give a fuck. So that we don't rush through anything ever.
1: I'm not um, about that, dude. You and I would never be able to go down there together because I Oh my god, dude! The Patriots just fumbled the ball. Bucks got it back. They, I think they started at the twenty. They must started at twenty. Eh, that guy sucks. Nice. Anyway, um, yeah, I get in the car, and I don't stop until I get to where I'm going. I don't mean really like stopping I'm for gas. Fine.
0: I've, I've done from, you know, my place in Connecticut to my father's place uh which borders north carolina on the western side of virginia i guess center western side and i did that in eight hours i left at uh 10 o'clock at night and i was at his house at six o'clock in the morning so i'm not against it but it was fucking beautiful outside we had the windows down we had music blaring and we were just fucking around all day we you know we we knew we were coming back a day early so we could rest today and uh that's exactly what we did we hung out at my mom's house watched some football and Then we ran around like idiots trying to get laundry and everything else done because we probably shouldn't have relaxed as much as we did.
1: Yeah. Either way, man, I can't do it. Once I get in the car, man, I so this truck I ordered, Pat, I purposely yeah. got the bigger fuel tank, so I would not have to stop for gas on my way to Virginia. So I can make it down there in one tank of fuel without stopping.
0: That's awesome. How many miles do you get to the tank?
1: Uh, It's a 33-gallon tank. It averages on the highway about 20 maybe 21 so you're about 600 miles now i can get like 500 and to my parents house it's like 530 so you're gonna be over 100 dollars for a fill-up oh yeah easy are you already over 100 no i'm at like 75 right now which you know great by the time i get my truck um erica said in the chat tom would have hated right uh that right with you i would have absolutely (laughs) um yeah right now it's about 80 bucks by the time i get my truck it'll probably cost me 120 because of the way gas prices are going up already like it's yeah it's like you get some some levelness with it and then like i just saw the other it's all the way back up to like 320 a gallon dude it's fucking outrageous It's, it's outrageous what's going on and you know i mean they use that pipeline debacle For a reason to raise the gas prices, I don't know what the reason for raising the gas prices right now is. I don't know what excuse they're using, but it's been, they said it would level out after six weeks. Well, it never went back to where it was at like 270. So why didn't it go back down?
0: Dude, Jersey was 331.
1: Yeah, but see, it like, I can almost, you know, usually Jersey's cheaper. They must have raised their gas tax. Um, cause they used to be cheaper with having the full service.
0: Yeah. I love the full service. I purposely stop in Jersey both ways every time. I, I That's the, that's the state I fill up in.
1: You're so fucking lazy. I it's stopped true. there because, um, it's usually the cheapest until you get to Virginia. So I usually stop there. Um, plus I'm a big Roy Rogers fan. So I try and find one of the, uh, the, uh, Stops there that has a Roy Rogers in it, and I get me a couple burgers. You know what nice. I mean? A couple burgers of fries. I eat the shit Good out of you, that. Good for you, bro. Good for you. Yeah, pretty We did a. Dude, we did, did they Hardy's. not. Did it, holy shit, dude. They called this not a fucking catch, dude. If you saw this right now, you'd be Bruce Arians losing your fucking mind. It's fucking bullshit. That's what he just said. Just mimicked him. That was a fucking. <laughs> dude, that was a catch, dude. The guy took like four steps and they knocked. They punched the ball out on his way down to the ground. And they said that he didn't complete the catch.
0: Did he have control of it? Yeah, he
1: had fucking control of it. It was tucked in his arm. What games did you watch today? Uh, the oh, fuck. What I, I watched obviously part of that Tennessee game at the end. Um, what was on before that? Uh, how camp- about the Redskins? Uh, I didn't watch that game but the Redskins pulled it out. I was surprised by that. I was doing so good early on today. I like I yeah, had until all... four
0: thirty I was in second place. And then four thirty games came and I remained at eight picks correct through all of the I don't think I got one.
1: Nah man, the Niners do they look so fucking good in the first quarter. Um like yeah that's on you for saying it out loud i know man i know man. they look so fucking good dude through the first quarter of football russell wilson and the seahawks had negative six yards of offense like they looked fucking phenomenal and then russell wilson ties it up before halftime seven seven they come back from half jimmy g's out with a fucking calf injury they're playing this new kid Trey Lance. Do you know anything about, about this kid Trey Lance? There's this big thing, oh, they should start him, blah blah blah, fuck Jimmy G. The fucking kid cannot complete a pass. He has no finesse with the ball. Everything is a fucking is a bullet. He shoots he throws a fucking 95 mile an hour football to everybody. That he threw Debo Samuel with on his first touchdown. He was 0 for 4, right? He throws a pass. Samuel's wide open. And it was the ugliest looking fucking pass I, it the spiral was like like it wasn't a spiral dude it was wobbling. it looked like Colin threw the fucking football. it was all That's wobbling in the air and shit and luckily sam he was wide open he caught it and ran in for a touchdown, so he was one for five with seventy six yards of passing. the kid like he towards the end of the fourth quarter he stepped it up a little bit, but he's not the answer. hopefully Jimmy G's back next week if not niners are in some fucking trouble because i guess we'll calf to see yeah <laughs> uh well what else did i watch i watched so i watched that game obviously uh i had the packers game on on the other tv it wasn't really much to watch the packers fucking blew them out um i'll tell you who's a scary team right now
0: and moving forward a healthy Cowboys team, dude, is fucking running rampant on people.
1: Damn it! But you know what? They always do this, right? They they tend to start out a little stronger. They look good, and then around week nine, ten, they just start fizzling out. So I'm not. I mean, maybe, maybe this is it. You know what I mean? But let's let's give it a few more weeks. They look good. Um, I think but the Cardinals. Say, who who the Chiefs play today? Uh, the Eagles. They
0: fucking destroyed them. They didn't, man. It, don't get me wrong. In the end, they picked it up, but the Chiefs are not doing well. The Chiefs are not the Chiefs. Mahomes is not Mahomes. It's a little bit nerve wracking. For who?
1: I'm all about it. I want the Raiders to win the AFC. Nice. I'm so Did the Raiders win today. Uh they play tomorrow. Ah, oh, that's right. Uh Erica says, "What are you watching a game on?" Because I'm watching on a huge delay. Uh Erica, if you don't forget, I have the cable box down here, so I am able to, I'm watching on actual cable, because we get Channel 4 that. What uh, you watching on, Beast? She's either watching on Beast or Peacock, because gotcha. it's free on Peacock. And for anybody watching Amazon, because uh, the Thursday night games are only on NFL Network, uh, this week they go back to Fox and they'll be on Amazon Prime. So, that's exciting.
0: That is exciting
1: uh Tom, so, let's get
0: into some fucking
1: memes oh shit we're doing a podcast i forgot sorry we are all right pat so we got some memes here She sent in erica sent you a bunch of memes didn't she he definitely sent me at least two articles i
0: didn't see any memes she said that she sent you a bunch of like memes did she send them to my phone or did she send them to the email she sent them to your phone Oh, then I'll have to forward those to the email. Um, normally those, when she sends them to my phone, I don't even think about the podcast. I just, you know, like... Well, laugh. she
1: read them to me, and they were pretty fucking funny, so I think we should have them on the show. Eric is always on point. When Erica texts me, I actually get excited. I'm like, this is going to be some funny shit. Oh, hey, Pat, before we go any further, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, to See Money, the prince. Uh, today he turned 13. Oh happy
0: birthday c money yeah. uh i was unclear on what his birthday was because you told me what was going on and i was like man i don't know if that means his birthday's today or if it's
1: like during the week no his birthday's today uh we're throwing a, a birthday party next week because uh, he has a bye week for football so we're doing it early uh, from like 11 to 1 tomorrow or on next Sunday so that I can watch the games and then I realized today that there's a fucking game on at 930 next week because they're playing in London so I'm gonna miss that game thanks Colin no that's um, perfect that you can watch that during the birthday party and you don't have to socialize yeah I was gonna cook on the grill for his party but I've been thinking more and more about it I think I'm just gonna order like 4 or 5 pizzas from fucking Domino's and just call it a day
0: so much easier
1: yeah Anyway, oh guess what i had while i was in virginia bro you told me pizza you told me that on the podcast last week i was so fucking excited I'm fucking was it as good as it looks
0: is it dude it was amazing and fucking the next day uh liz has never been in the ocean before so the next day we took some bodyboards and we went and rode some waves in the ocean and uh we brought the pizza and you know like it's in the bag and in the sun how so has she I'm-
1: never been to the ocean
0: I don't know. I suppose life has never taken her that direction, man. I don't know.
1: We live like thirty minutes from the ocean. Okay. First off, we live from a shit beach, so nobody's excited to fucking go there. Yeah, but even it's like okay, like that was a Ah, huge shit beach. It's a shit beach and it's cold as fuck. I'm not sure what that's like. It's people around here love it because that's the beach that we have. They've never seen a Virginia beach. That's the problem
0: um i i will say this as well as much as virginia has grown up i mean the businesses have popped up fucking everywhere the old neighborhoods we did a little uh, tour de la ch- childhood and looked at all the old places which by the way significantly smaller than i remember i don't know how the fuck my mother fit us all in those places she is truly a miracle worker my mother is the helen keller of the modern day uh virginia beach is home man i love that fucking place
1: I do not.
0: You probably I, don't. I don't. Like, Why too- are these people so friendly? Why are they waving? Stop fucking waving to me.
1: No, I nothing not do with that. There's just too many people.
0: Oh, there's. So because I was there during the school year and tour season's over, it was just back to normal business, man.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying like in like the city that my parents live in, which is a half an hour. I think it's west of Virginia Beach. There's a million people that live in that city. A million. Where do they live? Hampton.
0: Yeah, Hampton's a little uh, packed. So is Norfolk. So is Richmond. But so is Hartford. So is Waterbury.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't go there. Yeah, that's fair. Like, so uh, is Torrington at that point. Like Torrington is forty thousand people. That's a small area to have a lot of people in. Yeah. Um, that's like fucking like. That's why I like where I live, dude. It's off the beaten path. There's not a lot of people. I hate fucking people.
0: Now, we drove, we drove, uh, there's a beach that uh, is not for tourists, if that makes sense. I mean, tourists could go there, but it's, you know, you'd have to know what the fuck you were doing to get there. Yeah. And uh, the neighborhood outside of it is just, I mean, a million dollar house in that neighborhood wouldn't, wouldn't belong. You know what what I mean? They're all just fucking ridiculously expensive houses. And I didn't know where I was going because there's no longer public parking on the street. You used to be able to just park on the street in front of somebody's house and walk to the beach, which is like a two-second walk. And you can't do that anymore. So I pulled up to a guy who was walking his dog. Now, this guy lives in a house that's probably fucking more money than I'll see in my lifetime. Um, And I just <laughs> rolled my window down. and was like, hey, man, I know I can't park on the street anymore, but uh, where can I park to go to the beach? And he was like, oh, there's a little parking lot. And then he gave me, like, quick directions. It was two minutes away. But the difference, you know, he wasn't like, no, 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 no. This isn't for the public. You know, like, this is our neighborhood. He was like, oh, right over here. Like, he, like, tucked in this corner. You're good, man. It just, it, dude, it's just a different way of life. What beach was it? Uh, so it's Croatan Beach. No, uh-huh. it's, it's It's still Virginia Beach. It's the same beach that everybody uses. It's just way the fuck down. And you're driving through residential neighborhoods. So no tourist would be like, oh, looks like we're on the right path. You know, you, you would be like, fuck, we
1: ran out of room. Turn around. Eric and I went down to Virginia Beach last year for our anniversary. Yeah, um, because that's when the world was shut down, and we walked that entire boulevard. It was rough. That's a long fucking boulevard.
0: Did you uh? Did you like the statues and shit? So they didn't have the same thing last year when we were there. No. What? What about like Neptune? Neptune's there. Neptune's yeah, the we saw part.
1: Neptune. Uh, when my sister got married down there, they had the. Uh, The things that they have down there now, the fucking sand, they'd make all the shit with the sand, the statues of the sand. That shit's cool as fuck.
0: Yeah, talented dudes. I didn't see any of those.
1: Really? Yeah. Um, Steven was
0: insistent that I go to like WRV and 17th Street Surf Shop, which I haven't been to in fucking, I don't know, 20 years, and I really wasn't in any way interested uh, I wholeheartedly disagree. I'm wearing a hat right now from 17th Street Surf Shop. Um It actually never occurred to me that all those places, you know, they carry like billabong and uh, uh they carry fucking the same shit that pack sun carries. You know what I mean? It never occurred to me that 17th Street Surf Shop is a local thing. Yeah. I kind of like, I've seen people all over the country wearing it. I just assumed you could get in a store. It never occurred to me that I had never seen it in another store. So when I walked in, Again, not being very excited to see it. I walked in, it was just it like I was just flooded with like all these memories and I was like, holy fuck. It was like it just occurred to me that I can't get this anywhere else. This is fucking crazy. Um, so I, I dropped more money than I wanted to. I did get you you know I have wicked bad plantar fasciitis. You gotta feel these fucking flip flops that I got, bro. It's like walking on heaven. I swear to god, they are handcrafted by angels.
1: They're You're amazing. Right. You are a dumb motherfucker. Let's do these. Uh, Eric says he hates people but still hasn't worn t t-shirt. I got him for his birthday. I What's, really the birth- What's the t-shirt? It's a t-shirt that says I hate people. Nice. Uh, just haven't had the opportunity to wear it. Really? I don't do much. Anyway, here's meme number one. You want to read this, Pat?
0: Yeah, it says, Not capable of being commander-in-chief. GOP reps introduce articles of impeachment against Biden. Tom, admittedly, this is from a few weeks ago. I, I tried to sneak this in before we never had a great time for it. Uh, Representative Bob Gibbs, Republican from Ohio, introduced three articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden on Tuesday, citing his handling of Afghanistan, immigration, and the now defunct federal eviction moratorium. I take this seriously. I don't uh, quote. I take this seriously. I don't think it's haphazard. I'm not trying to get media attention for myself. Gibbs told the Washington Examiner, which first reported the impeachment push, he, quote, "He's done so much damage to this country in less than nine months, nine months, which is really scary." So, I guess my question to you, Tom, the idea of these articles of impeachment—we can go case by case if you want, where it's the, uh, you know, Afghanistan, the eviction moratorium, and immigration. We can talk about each one. Do you think that these are legitimate claims for impeachment, or do you think this is you did it to our guy, so we are gonna do it to your guy?
1: Um, I think it's probably more the second than anything um, i mean what i I'm not crazy about the way he's handling the immigration thing, but at the same time, is it really cause for impeachment? I don't know like i'm I don't know enough about our constitution and the laws to say that, um, it, it definitely seems more, more of the, you did to our guy. So we're going to do it to your guy. Bullshit. I, I got that vibe
0: as well. Um, but he did choose three topics that again, the country's torn in half on. So he's going, well, you know, let's, let's play to our strengths at least.
1: Well, and to be fair, when they tried to impeach Trump or when they did impeach Trump, because they did, um, that was over some straight-up fucking, like, I don't remember what the hell it was about. It was like something, it wasn't even like anything real. You know what I mean? Pretty sure
0: that Trump was wearing horizontal stripes, which made him look fat, opposing to vertical stripes. They were upset about his outfit, so they tried to impeach him. That had to be one of the reasons. They tried yeah. to impeach that man for everything.
1: Well, and they and they did it successfully, twice. Yeah. But that's because it just really comes down to a vote. Like, they didn't have enough to get him out of office. You know what I mean? Like, he really didn't do anything and and it's the same thing with this that, did he really do anything that's going to get him out of office probably not um like you said i think the immigration is a humanitarian humanitarian crisis uh the afghan thing humanitarian crisis um but at the same time are they like how do we know that anybody else would have handled it any differently the only reason and i I side with the fact of the only reason we have the surge at the border right now is because of Biden's president. If Trump was president, these things wouldn't be happening. Um, but that's neither here nor there, right? Like it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. This is, uh, un- unfortunately for, uh, the vast majority of Republicans, uh, they're not the type of people to say, well, not my president. So that worked before because it was a different group of people and they were capable of going "Oh, not my president. Like, well, who's your president that motherfucker because he's the president of the United States of America now we don't have that problem we don't have a bunch of people with Biden bumper stickers that say not my president yeah and that's uh, exactly what you're saying it is what it is he's there he's doing it
1: yeah he's our president like this is what it is right now if you don't like it in three years go out and change it
0: if you're super pissed off blame the French they
1: created uh, democracy Eric says impeachment used to be a big scary thing now it doesn't seem as if it means anything that's true like I remember being a kid when they were trying to impeach Bill Clinton for getting a blowjob, um, like it was like the end of the world. And then ever yeah, since, yeah, they... really the the blame obviously
0: falls on Hillary on this one. I mean, yeah, if she would have been doing her searching. job, yeah, um, he's the president but... of the goddamn United States of America. You can't suck his dick. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Move over. I'd have taken Monica's place. I don't give a fuck. He's the president.
1: You have issues, dude. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just, it's one of those things that they've done so many times that it's just, yeah doesn't matter. Just another day at the office. That it is. Uh, what do we got here? You sent this. Tommy, one.
0: this one. So this, this meme, this picture that you're looking at is, uh, pretty old. Uh, but I, I saw a Jeff Bezos interview today. And I went, fuck, I think I have that meme. And I went looking for it. I found it. So this is going to go hand in hand with a quote that I took from that uh, interview today. The meme is uh, a big board you know, with the the letters that you can swap out. And it says, if you are more fortunate than others, build a longer table, not a taller fence. And these guys, these billionaires, are taking a lot of shit, right, for you should pay off this or you should pay off that. You shouldn't be flying to space. They really want to tell everybody how to spend their money. Yeah. So here's what Bezos said today, or at least what I saw him say today. I don't know when the fuck he said it, but he said, Amazon is a billion dollar company and he owns 16% of it, 16%. So he created $840 million of wealth for other people, $840 million for other people. And then they say you should really think about how you're spending your money. Well, no, because I have sixteen percent of this thing. I have a very small nut, right? Yeah. Comparatively to what I've provided the country with. And you want more? That I seems feel- very risky. I feel like it's like even worth more money. Well, who knows when this was fucking from? I literally I saw the the interview today and was like, that's fucking holy shit, that's a great point. Uh, it's oh, oh oh. you know what? You know what? I could have misquoted. Was it a trillion?
1: Uh, it's not a trillion. Uh, it's revenue in the second quarter of 2021. You ready for this, fat? Yeah. Hundred a hundred and thirteen billion. That's billion with a B. Okay, that's so that's in a quarter.
0: Let's, Holy, let's sh- do the math here. Shit, you said a hundred a hundred and thirteen billion.
1: Yeah, so it's doing. F- it's doing five
0: hundred billion dollars a year. all right, so the, the the biggest my calculator will allow me to go. oh, no wait, I can turn it and go further. One hundred and thirteen billion times point eight four because he owns sixteen percent. So he has created ninety four billion dollars about ninety four billion nine hundred and twenty million dollars in revenue for other people. And people are saying you're not doing enough. Can you point to the other guy who's created that much wealth for other
1: people? You ready for this? So this is according to... Uh, this is gobankingrates.com. No idea if this is a slide or not. But it says that Amazon is worth $1.88 trillion. That's what its value is. So that's... I mean, so say it's $2 trillion. So he he's created whatever the fuck he has. He's created a
0: boatload of money for other people.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you on that, man. Like, and I've been on this like, who the fuck are we to tell this guy? This guy created something that employs. hold on, I just had it up. Um, that employs. uh, let's see. Uh, uh, sorry for the, nine hundred and fifty thousand workers, and guess what?
0: I don't think there's one of them that makes minimum wage. Not one.
1: Probably not. I mean, that's no. pretty so, fucking. I mean, this guy's employing almost a million people, and he's so, giving them a working a living wage. Yeah. So so yeah, what I'll a piece it. of shit. Yeah, horrible, horrible. And these all change like like on the Wikipedia. It says one it's actually 1.335 million people um it's fucking crazy man how people they, like you know who you don't hear him talking shit about bill gates right and bill gates was the guy for years before amazon right for jeff bezos you don't hear and bill gates somehow gets into politics and wants to control people and how, and how like population control and shit like who the fuck are you Tax that motherfucker. He's got billions of dollars too.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, they still shit on Bill Gates. They shit on anybody with, you know, big money. That's crazy to me. Look, anyway. The problem is that we're 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 so focused on everybody else. If the middle class would just go, you know what? Stop shitting on us. Never mind how you treat anybody else. I don't give a fuck what you do with them. Stop shitting on us. It's on you to figure out where to get the rest of that money. But we pay way too much fucking money, and we don't have it to give. So if that means you need to tax the rich more, okay, or maybe spend less. I mean, fuck, spend less. Yeah. On stupid-ass shit.
1: I think we should start there. Let's stop spending money
0: on stupid Uh, shit. Have you ever seen the grants that are given out by the government? You know, like $500,000 to see... You know, like, the, the reproductive rates of earthworms compared to maggots. Like, yeah, like just the fucking, craziest fucking studies.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the way it goes, bro. That's that's what we're spending our money on as fucking Americans. That's what we're allowing our government, the people that we've elected in office, to spend our money on. If we stopped spending money on stupid shit like that, there wouldn't be any poverty in this country. And the, te- the
0: our taxes also pay for your middle schoolers to be able to read about fucking racist... Mm-hmm.
1: Gangbangs in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: that's Racist
1: gangbangs in the butt. Yeah, Yo, you know who's a BCO Antonio Brown. Always has been. You know who's playing today for the uh for the Bucks? Joe Montana? No, Richard Sherman. Signed with the Bucks. He's playing today.
0: He sure did. One year deal. That's a very good day for the Bucks. I don't give a fuck what you say about him slowing down.
1: It's kind of old, but he's still, uh, he's a little crazy. We learned, but, uh, by the way, first quarter is almost over right now. Uh, three non bucks. Anyway, you want to get some, some three finger news, Pat? Uh, yes, I do. Let's hear it. What do you got?
0: Oh, okay. We're, we're doing it now. So, uh, (laughs) This was sent in by the beautiful, charismatic, and hilarious Miss Erica Washington. Uh, The Texas Steakhouse is in hot water over an offensive table message. Uh, The uh, Carlito Steakhouse in El Paso is being slammed online after a picture of a table message was shared on social media. The message that's seen in the picture claims that the establishment is experiencing staff shortages... And that patrons are urged to remain patient as they waited for service. However, the restaurant was slammed for how it worded the message to its patrons. First off, can I read uh, it? Have you, have, yeah, yeah. Have you seen these messages anywhere not, else? Not this one specifically. Yeah, yeah. In restaurants. No. There was one. Uh, we went and had lunch uh, one street away from the beach. Uh, me, Miss Elizabeth, my brother, and his wife. And there was a sign walking in that said, uh, you know, like, we are very short-staffed. Uh, if you could please be patient with the people who cared enough to show up to take care of you, um, we would appreciate it. And in those situations, I think the general consensus, right, is you're going to overtip a little bit, you're going to fucking be patient, and maybe smile more, maybe be kind if a mistake is made, maybe don't get bent out of shape about it. This is a legitimate claim, and it's a legitimate point, and it's, it's the Owner of a restaurant, small, big, whatever, saying, "Listen, we're fucking struggling here, but we're fucking here. Yeah, like we're here to serve you. We're not doing this for fun. We're doing this for a living. Please, fucking, be okay with that. Yeah, um, I got no, I got no beef. You post it however you want. Make it funny. Make it mean. Make it so that people understand the situation.
1: Make it that real." Said Tom. What does this one say? This one says. Sadly, due to the government handouts, no one wants to work anymore. Therefore, we are short staffed. Please be patient with the staff that did choose to come in to work today, and remember to tip your server. They choose to show up to serve you. Now listen, I love it. Me too. It's fucking direct. It's true. And, uh, how could you be mad at that? How could you be upset that this lady's putting it all out, especially in Texas? I'll, I'll tell you
0: why they're mad. It's because of the inaccuracy, right? There isn't an inaccuracy. So they're fucking mad. Yeah. Because they're going, God damn it. I'm here spending the government's hard earned money because I'm not at work right now. I'm here at this restaurant trying to eat food. I haven't been to work in six months. I could go back to work or I could find a different job because everybody's looking for employees, but I've chosen not to go back to work because I would make a dollar less an hour and I don't want to do that. So they're furious that somebody's hitting them in the face with a little truth bomb.
1: Yeah, I'm all about it. Kudos to her for putting that up. I hope that draws more people to a restaurant. Unfortunately, it's going to be a little short staff, so uh, just be patient with the wait.
0: We'll say uh, some of the commenters highlighted the fact that the restaurant and its related businesses Uh, have received over $1 million from the Paycheck Protection Program, which is a federal assistance provided uh, to establishments throughout the country. Others ask the business to increase their employees' pay. Now, there's something to be said for this, right? If you are hurting for fucking staff, pay more money. Um, It sucks. That's true. But it's at the sacrifice... uh, So you, you have two choices. You can overwork your staff which historically is what we've chosen to do or you can start to pay people a little bit more money and a little bit is a little bit you know a couple bucks an hour goes a long way um i think that's a valid point if you're hurting for people pay more money
1: yeah i don't think i mean sure they can point that out and i'm not disagreeing with that point uh but you also need applicants to uh so give them jobs.
0: It depends. I mean? If if you're the only place in town, you know if if I don't know what waiting or waitressing in Texas in that town looks like, but if it's ten or twelve dollars an hour and you're paying eighteen, are, do you really think people are going to be skipping by you, or do you think everybody will flock to your restaurant and go fuck it? If I can make eighteen here, I'll make eighteen here. Yeah, Brown will either suffer. Or choose to pay their people more as well.
1: Yeah, I'm uh I see what you're saying. I also stick on the side of you need fucking applicants. So we don't know this current situation and like fully like these people can point that out. She got the pay paycheck assistance from the government, which is great. But it doesn't matter if like that was to help keep the business afloat. You know what I mean? Now that they're open, they need employees.
0: I agree. Um, and, and you can offset the cost of your now higher paid staff by uh charging higher prices. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's a circle, man. It's it all works itself out. Um, and it sucks because prices are going to go up, but I got news for you. Every time there is a Democratic president, um, we're going to see this. Maybe not to this degree. This is a pretty extreme case, but it's always going to happen. It always has happened. It always will happen.
1: It's rough. It's a rough day. What else you got on the uh, agenda here, Pat?
0: Um, this is uh, my personal favorite article, um, mostly because of the link that you can see there. I titled this, Brittany, my love. Uh, As the ongoing fight to end her conservative conservatorship and her dad's control over it heated up this summer. I can actually see you clicking the link because we're on the same Google <laughs> That's great. Uh, Britney Spears saw several freedoms returned to her. These included the ability to more fully control her Instagram account, and that's led to her speaking out about her legal woes there for the first time, and posting saucier pics than ever. In light of her court win earlier this week, the embattled singer has now given us some daring nudes. Which you should see for yourself to believe. Observe. Now these have little flowers over the fun parts. Uh, Brittany still look banging, I'd like to say.
1: Yeah, uh, good.
0: and it's she she also and not that I included everything, I just put that short little excerpt. Uh, she said these are not Photoshop. The tub behind her is a curved tub because some people make themselves look thinner, you know, and they fuck up the background. So she's been open you know there's pictures of her like at the beach there's pictures of her in the sand there's pictures of her in the water there's pictures of her in the bathroom um so she's saying like this is me this is what i look like i i have this freedom and i've made this decision to you know show a little skin and i fucking love it hit me baby one more time with another set of these pictures
1: yeah bro i'm going through her uh through her instagram right now looking good
0: Looking good. Erica said, so why does Bill Belichick's son look like Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure with a mullet? I feel like that assistance Oh, that in relation to the uh, restaurant, she said, I feel like that assistance was to help pay the staff while the business was shut down, which is correct.
1: Yeah. Damn pretty. What's up? Anyway. Uh, next
0: one. <laughs> uh, so this is a very, very uh, dude. This is like out of my wildest dreams. If I could write a movie, this is exactly how it would end. Uh, Ex-police officer says he was 1990s era Paris serial killer in suicide note. DNA confirms it's true. This copies a former French police officer. He confessed in a suicide note to being the serial killer who committed a series of rapes and murders in Paris during the 1980s and 1990s, according to multiple French media reports. François Verové, fatally overdosed on Wednesday after he was called in for questioning and to submit his DMA, DNA sample by police. His DNA was tested upon his death and confirmed him to be linked to several of the deaths, ending a 35-year-old hunt for the killer, according to French news outlets Le Pointe and L'Eperation. Uh The serial killer, known locally as uh, Le Grilet, which is the pockmarked killer, was hunted for the last several decades after his murders and rapes drew chaos throughout Paris from 1986 to 1997. Uh, he is linked to four murders, including one 11-year-old girl and six rapes. Uh, he's, his other suspected murder victims included one 38-year-old man and a 20-year-old woman and a 19-year-old woman. This motherfucker, we never get an answer, Right. We don't know who these people are. I said this about, uh, you know, serial shooters or, or uh, mass shooters. We we never get the why. Um, and this guy is at least giving us the who. And I think that's fucking awesome because we never get it. And maybe they'll be able to, you know, uh, you know, dissect his brain a little bit. Maybe they'll see something that they don't see in a normal dead body. Maybe we can learn something moving forward. Maybe we can, you know, make some kind of advance on this shit. I think it's cool.
1: I think he was a sick fuck because he clearly just stopped.
0: Uh, You know what? He might have retired from the police force and stopped because of that. Maybe that was his, maybe that was his in to do these things. This trigger. Yeah. or, Or maybe that just his. you know, we, we go where we know and we know where we go. So this is, you know, like maybe that was just his comfortable routine. And when he was out of it, he was out of it.
1: It's crazy. Um, hopefully we learn some shit wow yeah I don't know I mean who knows I don't know I'm not in that whole science of taking apart somebody's brain to figure all that out but maybe maybe CTE bro maybe he had some CTE maybe he played very, some rugby very possible even maybe. likely uh, maybe he played to rugby as a child and that was it
0: my uh my nephew and one of my nieces and Miss Elizabeth are also all horror movie junkies like myself. We listen to a bunch of murder podcasts, including Aaron Hernandez and the Las Vegas shooter, uh, which I I had heard them there on one of the podcasts I listened to frequently. But Liz had not heard the episodes, and man, like the to your point with CTE, everything Hernandez related, they boiled down to CTE. I mean, one hundred percent of it. They were like this dude. He was just fucking normal and then he wasn't. Um, he was yeah, always but, a little I bit mean, aggressive, a little bit violent. Yeah, but, but he
1: started doing that shit. He killed somebody
0: in fucking college. Yeah, but he played football way before college.
1: Yeah, I he agree, played football yeah. his whole life. I, but I think CTE takes a lot longer to set in than that. That's it? I, I'm not a CTE expert, but most people you see, uh, Dealing with effects of CTE are retired players, are not most like, people
0: you see succumbing to the effects of CTE. That's you know once they're pulled out of that environment and f- pulled out of the, again pulled out of their safety zone, then you see it really really start to affect them. But Benoit was in the middle of his career. Benoit, you know, he was still an active. He had a fucking title match the day after. Yeah, but yeah, he but he was his wife and kid.
1: Yeah, but he was older too, though. He was in his forties. You know, what I mean? pretty
0: sure Benoit was in his thirties. Was he? I'm not positive.
1: By the way, Sherman's wearing a number five. Nice. He was also Canadian, so that's has Uh, Chris He was... He was 40.
0: Yeah, he wrestled 22 years. He's definitely not in his 30s. Yeah, he was 40 years old. But he, he would have been... F- he was 40 years and one month. Yep. Um. Well, he's yeah, Canadian. One guys. left, you know? Yeah, one less flapping head with beady eyes. Uh, Tom, that's all I threw on the timeline because hey, uh, hey. I was rushing.
1: Hey, are you sitting down, man? You okay? Yeah, why? Uh, Bret Hart died. Fuck off! Not my kid. He was just
0: trending. Why is that funny? Why is that funny? <laughs> that's not a funny joke at all. You just shattered my little heart. I got my fucking Bret Hart fucking poster back here with all my Bret Hart action figures, my goddamn Bret Hart DVDs. I got a fucking Bret Hart set of pajamas I'm about to put on and go to bed with Miss Elizabeth, you sick son of a
1: bitch. God damn it, man. It said he was trending. I'm like, the only reason this motherfucker would be trending is if he died. Or because he's the greatest wrestler in the history of wrestling. One of those
0: two things. Because he's the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. You know what? When Bret Hart dies, he won't be dead. You can't kill Bret Hart. He you, know who, you know who tried to kill sen- Bret Hart?
1: He can't even form a
0: sentence. Bret Hart makes Chuck Norris look like a pussy. I'm you saying know, it. I said it. It's you
1: done. You know who's really struggling from CTE? You're going to say Bret Hart. Yes. You're a piece of shit. Uh, Tom,
0: I did have the pleasure of going to the largest toy store in Virginia. Yes, we, now, we talked I said, about this
1: on the last podcast. Did we? Yeah, at length. With your brother, yes. Oh my god, it was so much fucking fun, bro. Sure. I'm Yours? going back
0: in two months, and I cannot fuck. I'm I'm actually setting money aside. Why are you going back in two months? Thanksgiving, bro. Oh, can I come? I mean, if you want to. Nice. We'll see. Or, or, I'm just throwing it out there. Me and you pull some money together. Get a fucking charter fishing boat. And we spend the rest of our lives on the ocean, showing people how to throw a fucking piece of meat into the water, reel it back up, and then we drive it back to shore. And we live like kings, because we work fucking five months out of the year. I'm just throwing it out there. We got options. Can we still do the podcast? Fuck yeah! Let's do it. I don't really like boys, but I'll figure it out. Well, we'll do the podcast, and we'll call it Fishing and Bitching. And we'll just complain about shit while we're fishing.
1: Pat, I'm not going to change the name of the podcast.
0: All right, we'll have a second podcast. We'll call it Fishing and
1: Bitching. This is like a and lot we'll of nights. Nice. If we start another podcast, Pat, we're not going to have time to go out fishing. Well, the fishing
0: would only be done, again, like during tourist season. You, who's, you book
1: two who's of gonna, days.
0: Who's, who's going to be the captain of this boat? I thought about that. Okay, so follow me now. Who's the one person we know who hates the sun? We get a boat with a cab, so no sunlight gets like touches their skin. And that vampire I call my brother Tony can get the license for the boat. This motherfucker's license and everything. He just passed his fucking NL, NMLS license, so he can now write a mortgage. He can move your money. He can put you in managed funds, which start at $50,000. He can sell you life insurance. The man can do fucking everything. He's got a license for every walk of life. Why would he not have a boat
1: license so he can take us out fishing? Hold on, and again, hold, hold we'll on. make I sure meant, that, that he's in whoa, the shade. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I meant between you and I, because there only needs to be two of us. There needs to be one of us driving a boat, and one of us showing motherfuckers how to fish. And I got to tell you something. I don't know how to fish. Well, have you ever been deep sea fishing? Yes, it's very easy. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to learn, bro. <laughs> you put the yucky clam on there, or whatever the fuck it is, as seaweed or whatever. Throw it out there. You catch something, you reel it in. It's pretty easy. That's the whole story. You know what? The only
0: shitty part about it would be redoing all the goddamn reels every day because some fucking idiot tangled
1: the line. Only people over 18 are allowed to go. 21. Drinking tours. Yeah, drinking tours. That's what I'm saying. We'll do one at 11 and one at 4. Be perfect. I got a great name for the business. We'll call it fishing and bitching. How about number? How about fish number nine fishing?
0: Nice. Number nine fishing.
1: Yeah. We can name the boat Fishing and Bitching. I like it. I think you're honest on here, Pat. Retirement's come early. I like it. Um, Too bad you can't buy a house. Oh, the Patriots just scored. Oh boy. What's the score? Uh, It's about to be three to seven Patriots. And the Bucks missed a field goal earlier, so it would have been six to seven. Um, still super upset about the Bret Hart joke. I just want to let you know that <laughs> it's uh, it's not sitting well with me, sir. <laughs> I I will be have nightmares tonight about Bret Hart dying. I hope Pat McAfee dies tonight. That's fucked up, man. Pat McAfee's young. That's
0: not gonna happen. Well, I want. Uh, you know what? I hope. Bret Hart loses his fucking mind from CTE and shoots Pat McAfee right in the fucking face.
1: That could very well happen because like if there were Bret Hart back for SmackDown, uh that could very well happen right there live on TV because Pat McAfee's a an announcer on SmackDown. Um but I feel like Pat McAfee would uh he's a he's a a uh what's the word? a competent athlete unlike Bret Hart, so he'd be able to probably dodge the bullet. By the time Bret Hart raised the gun to shoot him, it like man could be out. That My- if he could not lace Bret Hart's
0: boots, one. Two, I hope Bret Hart does it with a sniper rifle so we can say it was the last time he could be identified as the sharpshooter. <laughs> That's where I'm at. It well, would truly be the excellence of execution. I'm sorry that Bret Hart died, though.
1: You can't kill a legend, bro. Legends live forever. I'm really sorry I said that, dude. I knew that was going to upset you. My heart is still, like, all <laughs> fucked up over it, man.
0: Of all the people I don't want to hear that news from, I got to tell you, you're very, very close to the top of the list.
1: What? Why wouldn't you want to hear that news from me? We're so close.
0: I just... Because you don't love the man, man. I love the man.
1: I don't. Well, most of the people you hang out with that like wrestling don't like Bret Hart either. True story. 100% true story. So, uh, if anything, you want to hear it from me.
0: I can't help that they're stupid idiots, Tom. I hang out with stupid idiots.
1: I can't help that the first time I saw Bret Hart, he couldn't form a sentence. <sighs> and you made me watch it.
0: All right, man. Let's uh, yeah, let's, let's wrap this up. this up. I I lost a bet to Miss Elizabeth today, and I've got to go pay it off. Nice. This in the bedroom. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is one of those bets. Yes, and I lost.
1: Erica lost I one tell of those...
0: I am not disappointed in
1: my loss. Erica lost a bet like that to me, um, and she has yet to pay me back.
0: Uh, my exact words were. Liz, this is a terrible bet for you because this is win-win for me. And she was like, it's win-win for me. Let's go. Nice. All right, man. Get us out of here. Number Niners,
1: I say, thank God Bret Hart's still alive. Good day.